Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter. This show is designed to feed and nourish kingdom leaders to reflect the heart of God. Listen and be blessed. Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter. You have tuned in to the Release the Word Radio Network, and we're so glad that you joined us this morning. Have you ever wondered why you meet people um, that seem to have their mind still in the world and their body in the church? Well, we're going to discuss that today because our topic today in our Kingdom Identity Series, this is Part 5. We are going to be talking about a new mind, and we're going to dig deep into why we think the way we do, and we're going to also talk about how to conquer our thought life. So it's going to be such a blessing because it was a blessing to me studying it out. So I know that it will bless the heroes as well. So I want you to get your paper Get your pen, get your Bible, tell a friend, and get ready. We're going to take a real quick break, and we'll be right back. If I were a drum, I would use my symbol. If I were a writer, I would use a pencil. Oh! 
those of you who are just tuning in, you have tuned in to Kingdom Life with Prophetess Alandis Porter, and we are in the middle of our Kingdom Identity series. As a matter of fact, we're almost done, but we still got a whole lot to cover in the messages we have. Um, For those of you who have not gotten the opportunity to catch it from the beginning, you can go back to Blog Talk Radio On Demand. You can um, look up, release the word, and I promise you it will bless your life. Just look up Kingdom Life. Um, The series started off with Who Am I? And then we went into um, getting to the heart of you. And now we are um, getting ready to cover a new mind. And the the interesting about identity is that um, all of these components fit into who we are. They are all parts of who we are. Our mind, our heart, our soul, our feelings, our emotions, our flesh, all of it. All of it um, coincides with who we are. So Let's get to it. We're going to dig right into a new mind. Our scripture for today is Romans 12 and 2. That's Romans, the 12th chapter, the second verse. And it says this, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is what that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Um, That tells us and lets us know, obviously, 
Um, and a lot of times I don't think some believers are not taught when they come to God and God changes our nature. He changes the nature of who we are into a believer. We become born-again believers, but our minds do not change. So this is why a lot of the time you see someone who's been in the church half of their life, and they still got all these habits, they have all these different things going on, because they never had their mind renewed. And our mind becomes renewed through the word of God, the Bible. That's how we renew our mind. So that means that daily we need to get into that Bible and really allow it to wash our thoughts. Because remember how I talked about the other week, how the the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. So it cuts all those things that do not please the Lord. The word of God cuts away at those things. And that has to happen with your mind as well. We have to, as it as we would do our bodies, detox. Our minds, too. We've got to get rid of all that stinking thinking, all of those thoughts that don't need to be in our heads um, that got us in trouble. I know some of you know what I'm talking about. So let's get right into that. These are places that we need to guard in our minds because our minds also help to shape our identity, and this is how it works. Your heart thinks. They're thinking, well, if I have thoughts, it's coming from my head, not my heart. But actually, the Bible tells us that a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your heart is thinking, which causes you to believe what you think in your heart. And your heart tells your mind what it's thinking, and that comes out of your mouth. So all of that goes together. Um, When you get opportunity, I taught uh, some months back on the mind-to-mouth connection. It'll bless your life. Um, But we won't get into that a whole lot right now. But the reason why our thought life is so powerful is that's where the enemy will, because that's where your creativity, your imagination lives. That's where God really deals with you because he deals with us in our imagination. He gives us visions and dreams and creativity. And we need that to see things manifest in our lives. Um, I want to look real quick at Romans, the eighth chapter, the sixth through the seventh verse. And then I'm going to read it again in the International Children's Bible because it was such a blessing. Um, this is what it says. It's Romans, the 8th chapter, the 6th and 7th verse. It says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now, I'm going to read the same verses, and I'm going to go all the way to verse 8 and skip up and skip to verse 10, just the latter part of it. And it's in the International Children's Bible. It says, if a person's thinking is controlled by his sinful self, then there is death. 
But if his thinking is controlled by the spirit, then there is life and peace. This is true because if a person's thinking is controlled by his sinful self, then he is against God. He refuses to obey God's law. And really, he is not able to obey God's law. Those people who are ruled by their sinful selves cannot please God. I think that's as clear as it can get. So when we are in our sinful state before we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, um, remember the first lesson we went right into, who am I? And we found out that we are born in sin. So our sinful nature is what we're born with when we come into this world. This is why you have people born with different kind of mindsets. You wonder, how was I born this way? Why do I think this way about myself or think this way about things? Sometimes it's from not just your sin, the sin of your, could have been your grandfather, could have been your father, could have been your parents. Um, you could be carrying their sins as well and get you in trouble as well. And that nature has the same mindset. So that goes with the nature you were born with. So you, you have uh, mindsets the same way. And if we continue in that mindset, that mindset caters to this fleshly body that we live in. And all of us, if we would be honest with ourselves, if we cater to what this fleshly body wants, we're going to get in trouble every time, every time, because the Bible tells us in the flesh dwells no good thing. And the reason for that, it, that's because it caters to feelings, feels good, it's self-gratifying, it's selfish. It wants what it wants when it wants it. And, and no compromise, no, no way around it, I want what I want. So that's the reason why we have got to guard what goes on in our minds. We must guard the things that we feed our minds, which means if the heart thinks and the heart feeds the mind, we need to watch what goes in our heart as well. That means we've got to guard our hearts too. So, and, and, and how do we do that? Let's think about what affects us when we, the way we think. What we see with our eyes, what we hear with our ears. And so that means I got to watch, I got to think about what I'm watching. What am I looking at? If I sit up and I am a single female and I am trying to live holy before God and I just really trying to please the Lord, with my life, I know um, sexual sin is wrong in the eyesight of God, and I'm supposed to be doing it. But all I do is watch sex movies all day and night. That's all I think about is sex all day and night. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to end up in sexual sin, whether it be in your mind, your heart, 
you're going to end up that way because that's all that's running through your mind. Um, that's all you're watching with your eyes. That's all you're hearing with your ears. So we've got to change what we see and what we hear. That's movies, music. Um, if I'm listening to love songs and, and, and it's talking about sex and him rubbing me down and all that, no. If I'm listening to all of that all day, I'm going to want to do it because that's what, which is why, and I'll read the scripture for you. Uh, there's a scripture in Philippians, the second chapter in the fifth verse that says this. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. The same kind of thought life that Jesus had, we need to liken ourselves unto. We need to follow that example. We must fill our minds with God's word. We must fill our minds with things that God would think. This is a good time to say what would Jesus do, for sure. Because if I turn on something and I'm not sure, well, I'm not sure if I should be watching this or not. I promise you the spirit of God will, will convict your spirit and you will feel something on the inside that says, mm-mm, no. And, and, and I want you to understand something. God deals with us individually. He deals with you according to you and according to how you are built as an individual. Just because your friend may be able to handle watching a particular movie, you might not be able to cross that line because you may be up all night struggling in your flesh and that other person may be sleeping soundly because it didn't bother them. Because they may they may be a person with a low sex drive. You may be a person with a very high sex drive. You all may watch the same movie. You're about to lose your mind and the other person sound asleep didn't bother them at all. So you have to let God deal with you according to who you are. But all of us have by our mind. And the Bible clearly states in St. John seventeen seventeen, sanctify me through thy truth, thy word is truth. So it is the Bible, the word of God, is how he cleanses us. That's what detoxifying does. That cleans up our minds and changes our thought life, and we begin to think differently. When those those movies that you used to want to watch, and you might have wanted to entertain certain things, or you don't want to do it, maybe you were going to the club all the time, or or whatever you were doing, whatever kind of sin you were involved in. Maybe you were into drugs or smoking, anything, um, whatever sin it was. That's how God's going to deal with you. That's where you've got to watch even the company that you keep. Because if you hung out with, say, if you were addicted to heroin, and the only people you know are heroin addicts, that means you're going to have to change your company because at the beginning, you will not be strong enough to just walk away. So that means you need to pull away. And I'm not saying stop being friends, stop talking to them, just X them out like they're not 
you know, they don't mean anything, but you will have to wait until God strengthens you enough where you'll be able to go around them. And for some, they may not ever be able to do that. And um, I'll give you a prime example. I, I watched a documentary recently with Lisa Ling, and she had did um, about drugs in America. And she went to a town, I do believe it was in Ohio. She had been there previously and, and met this family. The mother and father were heroin addicts. In return, because their sons had watched them grow up, as, as their sons grew, their sons were now like, I think like 15 and 17. They had become drug addicts as well. So as time went on, um, everyone was trying to get free, but it's hard to get free when everybody's busy. So they tried to separate themselves, but they never left the environment, same environment that they were in all that time. And if I'm not mistaken, still to this day, the sons are still drug addicted right now, and the mother lost her life. She OD'd um, because she did a follow-up. And see, that's what happens when you don't have, that lets you know you don't within yourself have the strength and the ability to just stop. God has to put on the inside of you that strength and that ability to do so. And in order to do that, we've got to surrender. Just like I talked about in the last show, we've got to surrender, we've got to yield, and we've got to be transparent. Say it again. We've got to surrender, we've got to yield, and we've got to be transparent. You have to be honest with yourself, and you have to be honest with God. You have to be honest about what goes on in your head. You know, if you've got thoughts that are lingering from when you were a child and when you got molested at seven, and now you're 32, and you're still struggling in that area. Every time somebody brings the subject up, you feel rage coming up on the inside. That means you still need to get delivered from some things that are causing um, that feeling even on the inside of you. What is it about that that you have not let go of yet or that area in your heart or in your mind that you have not allowed God to heal? Because if that were not true, those feelings would not come up. And don't get me wrong, feelings are feelings. You're going to have feelings as long as you're living and breathing. To allow God to deal with those feelings. And we have to be able to handle them through the truth of God's word. Because no matter what happens, even after you get delivered, even after your mind changes, Yes, the enemy is going to bring thoughts to your mind. When it becomes sin is after I entertain that thing and that thought just doesn't become a thought but it comes in an imagination and I start to dwell on that thing. I start really thinking about it and then I'm fantasizing about it. Then I didn't work out a whole video in my head. That's when it becomes sinful. And that's when we get back to the carnal mind. 
So if you're asking the question, well, what do I do? How do I deal with that? I'm going to give you two prayer examples um, just to start off with. I, I don't really know how to come before God like that. I don't really know what to say to him. Be honest with him. You can say, you know what, Lord, listen, it's me, me. This is Michelle, and I'm just giving it as an example. I ain't calling out nobody. Um, Say, this is Michelle. It's me. I'm in the middle of my mess. I want to stop. I don't know how to stop. I know I need your help to stop. You show me or, or lead me to a person to help me. Where do I need to go? What do I need to do? Clean me up. I want to be like you. I accepted you in my heart, but then I have all these emotions and these mindsets all over the place, and and I feel like I'm going crazy because I'm used to getting high at 5 o'clock every day, and I just don't know how to stop because my mind is telling me one thing and my heart is telling me something else. So I don't know which direction to go. Just be honest and that transparent, just like what I just said. And to give you some examples, I'm going to recommend you can start with the Lord's Prayer. It covers it all. It's St. Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. I'll repeat that. This is the Lord's Prayer. Matthew, the sixth chapter the ninth through the 13th verse. A second one would be the prayer of Jabez, and that's found in the Old Testament in First Chronicles, fourth chapter, 10th verse. That's prayer of Jabez, First Chronicles, fourth chapter, 10th verse. And these are just um, prayer blueprints. These are, are, are some uh, that you can pray, and it's a start. It's somewhere to start. And as you begin to pray and as you allow the word of God, as you read your Bible and that Bible reads you and you fill your mind and your heart with the word of God, you'll begin to see the change. And as you start that dialogue with God, he'll start to talk back to you. Don't just talk the whole time. Take a moment and listen. And I promise you that God will talk back to you. He'll speak to your heart. He'll speak to your mind. And you'll see that mindset begin to change. You'll see those thoughts that you used to have start to change. And as you start to um, watching different types of movies, straying away from those things that cause you to stay up at night struggling. That kind of music that you used to listen to um, that used to cause you to struggle, you stop listening to that. You have to stop maybe hanging out with certain people because they're no good for you. Because you say to yourself, well, every time I hang out with you, I get myself in trouble. Well, maybe you need to, you know, back it up a little bit for a little while and say, you know, and like I said, for some, that will be a four season. For some, it may be forever because that's just the way it has to be. 
because that person is just not good for you. There are some toxic people in our life, and we just have to get rid of them. So I just wanted to give you those little tidbits. Um, I think I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to have to cover some more of this in the next session, just a tad before we go into the next topic. Um, It has blessed you. I pray that it helped you to begin the process of having a new mind, and I want you to just pray, study, stay transparent, and remember, you've got to surrender, yield, and be transparent. So until next time, keep living in full effect of the King. God bless you. Have a great day. If you were blessed by this program and would like to learn more about our products and services, connect with us on Facebook at Kingdom Advancement Global Ministries. Follow us on Twitter at KAG Ministries or visit us on the web at KAGMinistries.com. 